Welcome to the Whole House Podcast, where you can find home, health, and family all in one place. Our team is comprised of moms from different upbringings and backgrounds. We each have different giftings and passions representing individual rooms, and together we are the Whole House. So grab a cup of coffee and join us for the Whole House Podcast. Hi, Kathleen Guire here. Welcome to Positive Adoption. I'm going to start with updates before we get on to the topic. I just thought that was a fun little addition to the podcast every week, just what I'm doing. And one of the new things that I'm doing is I'm keeping a bird journal. I've always been an amateur bird watcher. Let me put it that way, very much an amateur. Like I know the difference between a female cardinal and a male cardinal and what a robin looks like and those sorts of things. But this year, this spring, I got a bird journal and I'm keeping track of all the birds that I see. I have a bird feeder set up right outside my office window. And it's so fun to just really note and pay attention to all the different kinds of birds that God created how many different colors and shapes and, you know, little ones that look like little yellow golf balls. And just, I am in no way a professional or am I claiming to be. It's just something that's fun to do to just really get into it and pay attention to the moment when I'm walking, when I'm sitting at my desk, staring out the window, those sorts of things. So, that's what I'm up to. And and one other thing that I'm up to, something new, I'm putting together a course on Teachable of the eight instead of tips. Now, if you listen to the podcast regularly, you'll know that I did a podcast episode on each one of the instead of tips, which are tips that you can use instead of traditional parenting. And on the course, it'll probably only take me a couple weeks to get everything uploaded in the way that I want it before I'll tell you that it's live because I already have all the videos made. So for each of the eight modules, there will be a video and the podcast and then a, a little short reading for you to read. So I'll, I'll keep you updated on that. Okay. And then the other portion, community. This is just feedback from you. I got this lovely thank you card from the Reynolds family who are pursuing adoption through the Colombian hosting program. And it says, Dear Kathleen, thank you so much for partnering with us in God's good work of putting the lonely in families. You have been such an inspiration and a role model for our family. Your generosity was so amazing. So it goes on, but it was just, it's such a great thing to hear back from you. It's so great to get a little message or a card or an email from you. So thank you. Thank you. So let's get on with the topic. We've been talking about mistaken beliefs and goals that kids from hard places or adults or just about anybody can have these mistaken goals and beliefs. And today we're going to talk about the one that to me is not the one that you want your kids to be stuck in or any adult to be stuck in. It's just a little bit scary. It is giving up. We do not want our kids to give up. 
We don't want our family members or anyone that we know who gets stuck in these mistaken goals just to give up completely. And you will recognize the giving up mistaken goal in snippets. I'm not saying that you should be worried about this one, but when your kids are saying, I can't, I just can't do it, it's just too hard, that's just a tiny bit of that showing up. And we all have that. I had that today when I had to reset up the mic here to record because um, my son had borrowed it because he's also on a podcast and I just could not get this thing set up. I was just like, I can't do it. I'm just not going to record. And I was praying and I was telling the Lord, you know, you're just really going to have to help me because I can't do this. So yeah, we all get little bits of I'm just going to give up. But what I'm talking about is when you take that, obviously, I got the mic set up. So, but if you take that and you multiply that by a million, and it's more than I just can't do this for the moment, and you end up figuring it out, or a kid just being afraid to try something new, because you'll hear that it's stupid, I can't do that, I'm not going to try it. You know, that's just a teeny, teeny, tiny bit of that giving up. But what it looks like on a larger scale is so much more scary. It's when they literally do give up, when they don't believe in themselves and they don't believe in those around them and they just completely shut down or the opposite, get violent and get into outrageous behaviors. So... I'm going to read to you, like I usually do, just a little bit from How to Have Peace When Your Kids Are in Chaos. As foster and and adoptive parents, we see the repercussions of abuse and neglect. We see a child's mistaken beliefs about themselves like, you don't matter, or you don't exist, being lived out on a daily basis. If you didn't believe you deserved to exist... Would you be able to conquer fractions? Would you have the gumption to conquer anything? So what can you do? I love David's approach in many of his Psalms. He wrote down all the terrible things that were going on first. I think our kiddos have this one covered, don't you? But David didn't stop there. He also celebrated his past victories he spoke of everything that God had helped them helped him through in the past. So, here's one thing that you can do to help your child overcome this mistaken belief or goal. Celebrate your child's past victories with him. Remind him of the day before when he added fractions. Read or when he read the paragraph out loud to you, or said thank you to someone, or fill in the blank, whatever your child has overcome is a major victory. It's something to be celebrated and make this a practice because you can't just do this one time and then think that that there will be a change of mind and heart. It takes repetition, repetition. Think about yourself as an adult. Maybe if you started a new job, or maybe you just became a mother, or maybe you started homeschooling and you just needed 
that positive feedback so much more. And I think that the mathematical equation of that is we need seven positives for every negative we hear to encourage us. So if you think of the kiddo, think about, you know, seven, if you have to count it, count it. If you have to write it down, write it down. It's okay. Sometimes people say, well, I, you know, I'm not going to do that because then that's not real or that's just, no, why isn't it real? I wouldn't mind if my husband wrote down seven nice things to say to me. If they were true, I would be so glad because our spirits need so much nurturing when we've had trauma. We need more nurturing than someone who hasn't had trauma. So if you don't want your kiddo to get stuck in that mistaken belief or goal of just giving up on the world, you as a parent, is you're going to have to work harder on this one. I sometimes feel badly for my husband because he has to work harder on this one because I'm a word person. And if he says something to me, in fact, we had a conversation this morning and I was talking about, uh, and I wasn't saying this in a mean way or anything, because sometimes we say, what did you mean when you said that the other day? I was asking him about a conversation. When you said this, did you mean this? And he finally, you know, said to me, that's why I don't like to say anything to you because you misinterpret it. And I said, well, I don't misinterpret it. I'm just a word person. So I take things so literally. Maybe you have a kid who takes things literally. And the truth is that conversation we had, there was nothing. There was no anger in it. There was no, I'm so mad at you for saying this. It was just a question about something he said. But if you have a kid from a hard place, there's going to be anger there. There's going to be misrepresentation of what you did say because they're processing it through their trauma-shaped brain. And I'm going to take the last few minutes because I promised that I was going to talk about spanking. Yikes. Um, and then next week, I'm going to talk about new goals. So I have a confession to make. And this, my whole little clip and story of this is in how to have peace when your kids are in chaos. I tried spanking when my kids were little, when they first came home. Because you have to remember, I'm probably a little bit older than most of you who are raising young children. My kids are adulting. And when I was first raising kids, traditional parenting was the way that everybody was parenting. There, there wasn't a whole lot of information on trauma-informed parenting when I first adopted. That's when, you know, those, some of those books weren't even written yet. So what I had heard from other parents was, you know, this, you just need to spank them. So I tried it. And I know that now it's viewed in a very harsh light. And the media likes to paint this picture of a parent with a wide leather strap foaming at the mouth while they're just angrily wailing on the child. And that is not spanking in the proper sense. Spanking should be a calm, cool parent with loving intentions who speaks calmly to the child about the consequences before administering the spanking. Okay, so this process and purpose may work somewhat with a kid who's been raised in a secure environment, 
but it absolutely will not work for a kid who has already experienced abuse and neglect. And I am bearing my soul for you because you may have people in your life who are telling you, you just need to spank that child. And if you have a child with a capital letter syndrome, people may be saying to you, just, you just need to punish him and he'll straighten up and he'll do what you say if you just are harder or harsher on him. And that is just not true. So if you want to learn from my experience and just not go that road yourself, then go ahead and learn from my experience. And that is the only reason I'm bringing this up. And if you want to just be mad at me for trying spanking, then you can go ahead. I I don't mind. I understand. But now that I know that it doesn't work and I know why it doesn't work, I'm just passing that information on to you. And hopefully that will help you. And maybe if someone in your family or your friends, you know, is still telling you, you need to do this. This is the way that you need to parent. Then you can tell them, Kathleen Guire says it doesn't work. Or no, you can refer to the science, the trauma-informed science that says it does not work with kids who have been abused and neglected. There are other ways to parent these kiddos, which is why I did that whole series on instead of tips. And um, like I said, next week, I am going to talk about new goals. I'm going to talk about what kind of goals that we want our kiddos to have instead of the goals and mistaken goals and beliefs that they do have. And I will, I'll just kind of read over the list. Instead of constant attention, we want them to believe I am valuable, even if you're always not paying attention to me. Total control. I am not in control of everything, nor do I need to be. And then retaliation and revenge. I do not need to retaliate. I can forgive and I am forgiven. Giving up. I do not need to give up on life. I have a purpose. So of course there's a lot more to each one of those. So I'm just kind of giving you a heads up of what I'm where I'm going next on the podcast. And thanks for joining me today. And please reach out to me. You can email me at positiveadoption at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Kathleen Guire and reach out to me. Send me a message. Tell me if there's something you would like me to talk about, some topic that you're struggling with that maybe I can put in my two cents in or at least just talk about it. So thanks for joining me today on Positive Adoption and I will see you next week. We're so glad you could join us on the Whole House Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on our Facebook page and on Instagram at the underscore whole underscore house. You can also follow us on thewholehouse.org by email to receive our newsletter and keep up to date on things happening at the Whole House.